0: embrace what you have and who you are and try, make sure you try. It's okay to fail because I failed a lot of times and, and I'm doing okay now.
1: Hello my friends and welcome back to short story long. This week I'm sitting down with my friend Andy Nguyen from afters ice cream, as well as a bunch of other restaurants, dessert places. Um, just a lot of cool little places that he's opened and everything in the food area, the food space, which I wasn't really too familiar with before I started this podcast. But now um, I've spoke to a couple chefs and people who have opened restaurants and stuff like that. And it's really a cool thing to me, an exciting thing to me. And it's an interesting space. So the reason why I connected and could relate to Andy in particular is because he started the streetwear company I Am King. And I remember when I was younger and even when I started Young and Reckless, I Am King was a pretty well-known streetwear brand. And they had a really good run and and did some big business on um, Karma Loop and Zoomies. And he talks about how he just kind of got sick of that and how the sort of the the issues and the annoyances of dealing with the apparel industry and especially the streetwear business and the streetwear game, just kind of added up and and became a lot for him and he had some issues. And so he started to explore different things and he got into this ice cream business and all these other businesses. So it was really interesting to me because he had trouble. He kind of abandoned ship and had a huge success using a lot of the lessons that he learned and a lot of the knowledge that he gained from streetwear in selling ice cream and selling desserts and selling all sorts of other things. So that's it. I will keep this one short. I think you guys will enjoy this week's episode. Short story long, Andy Nguyen. The hardest part is figuring out what you want to master. Focus on your product. Can you tell somebody that they suck? You gotta just go for it. This is exactly what you don't want to do for a living. You can't
0: even tell somebody that their breath stinks. You know what I mean? It could take your
1: whole life and then you find your worth The product is number one. If it scares you, you should probably do good it. Good content is good content. That is the coolest shit I have ever seen in my life. Andy, welcome to Short Story Long. Thank you. Thanks for coming down, man. I appreciate. Uh, or up? Where are you based? I'm based in Orange County. So up. Thanks for coming up. Yeah. Did you have to battle traffic? I was actually up here most of the afternoon doing work already. Good. And then what time are you going home after this?
0: Right, I'm, dead on at five p.m. Hell no. Okay. <laughs> no way. I'm gonna probably cruise cruise the city, scout. Yeah. And then just just hang, probably visit some friends.
1: So first, um, I got to say thank you. I got to let everyone know. You will see it on my Instagram. You probably already have by the time this aired. But Andy walked in with a box of donuts uh, that spell out short story long. And not only have I never gotten a gift, a short story long <laughs> gift, but especially not a perfectly spelled out short story long donut gift. So thank you for that. Buy California Donuts. Thank yeah. you. Yes, of course. <laughs> Buy California Donuts. Um, so let's get into your story, man. You're, you're from Orange County. Born and raised in Orange County. And what what is Orange County childhood like? Orange County, well,
0: when I grew up, it was a lot different than the TV show. Yeah, um, that's
1: the same thing. Are you, he's friends with Chris, yeah. right? Chris okay. actually. Used to, so Chris, he used, we had
0: Chris last week. He used to work for me. Got it. He'll, he'll, yeah, yeah so that's bad. what he
1: said. That's what he said. Yeah, okay. And damn it, that's good. So what's funny is that's what we were talking about is when I grew up in Ohio, you picture Orange County being like just beaches and blonde girls everywhere and everyone's got a surfboard and everything's happy as can yeah. be and that's not how it was where you guys are from not at all it's so uh um, tell me about that
0: the where, where i grew up in orange county it was it's a very lots of vietnamese people yeah. I'm, vietnamese, I'm vietnamese american yeah um and my schools that i went to were like all vietnamese hispanic some whites but like a, you can you can count them on your hand yeah um the Orange County from the Laguna Beach stuff that you saw, I, I probably never went to Laguna Beach until I turned like 18, 19 years old. Yeah. So I didn't see that side.
1: That's I saw crazy. I the, the
0: other side, like the ghetto side, the where everyone's like, you know, like that's more Orange County than what you see Did you, you ever get TV.
1: pissed when you were young? Like, did people say like, oh, Orange County, like blah, blah, blah. And you were like, man, Orange County is not fucking all white people. I didn't realize that until you got older. Like, I,
0: a lot older. Yeah. Like, I thought, when I was young, I just had like a lot of Asian friends and it was kind of normal to me. Did you
1: watch like the OC on TV? I or like I, I tried, Cont, Laguna Beach. Like, did you watch the show? I watched it and they like, were yeah. like,
0: there's no, that's not, I was like, man, after that, after that show happened, uh, people that would visit me, yeah, the OC, you guys yeah. get this. I was like, that's, that's not the Orange County. Like, that's,
1: that's a different side. That's the side. <laughs> so what, like, there was obviously a lot of bad temptations, bad shit Worse. going on. I mean, bad. How did you avoid I, I used to get in a lot of trouble a lot yeah. of trouble I, I just avoided the the gang side of it. So what type of game. stuff were
0: you doing Misch like mischief like stealing and fighting and what age like is that uh I got arrested my first time when I was in eighth grade Jesus what was that for Stealing, shoplifting at the mall got everything it. shoplifting like c d players uh video
1: game systems like everything like huge Santa bag, rest of stuff like You know what's funny is I had a racket, I really, uh, I'm sorry to all the best buys in Akron, Ohio, but I had this thing where I would buy an iPod, and part of how I funded my trip to California was I would buy an iPod, I figured out that if you, the way the packaging was, if you took it out and flipped the inner packaging and put it back in, you could go in and say that you were getting your iPod worked on, you're going to the Geek Squad or whatever, and they would give you a tag, a little pink tag that said that you brought it with you. Okay. So then you go switch it out for a new iPod and you put the pink tag on, you'd be like, thanks man, got it all handled. And they'd be like, okay, cool. So I was like selling iPods at my school for like six months. You really because funded I was just stealing them from you funded Best it money. to get here? I, it was part of my how I funded it. I funded it from a skate video, uh, from my graduation money, and from stealing iPods. But I never got caught. So oh, thank you. And luckily the statute of limitations is up. So <laughs> what's good? Um, no, okay. So but you so you got arrested what are your like? What happens? Do your parents freak out on you, or how that goes? They're Asian parents, so Asian parents are gonna flip out if you're
0: getting caught doing anything wrong. That doesn't deal with school. If you're doing well in school, then yeah. you're gonna get trashed. So do you get like put on
1: lockdown, or what
0: happened there? Uh, well, they they sent me. I got sent to probation. I got sent to like scared street program. Really? Yeah. Like you went and visited the jail. Yeah, I sit in jail, and they had like like poop on the walls. Like they're writing stuff on poop on the walls, and like. I remember the the prisoner, he came out, he's like, take off his shoes. And he like, like kicked it around. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to be in here. Damn. Yeah. Do you think it worked? Like, did you get scared uh, straight or did you keep getting in trouble? That that
1: definitely, I, I got a little bit of trouble more with, with grades after yeah. that.
0: Less with the mischief.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So did you get, did you get like suspended and stuff from school or not really?
0: Uh, I got, actually got kicked out of school after my freshman year for really bad grades. And Crazy. And you had to go to a different one? I got sent to a place called Continuation School. Mm-hmm. It's like a... It's not really a school. You kind of, it's kind of like a, like a creepy little office and you come pick up your homework. That's shitty. Yeah. Did I, you have brothers and sisters? I had, I had a one younger sister that lives with me and I had two half sisters and one of them lived with me for like a year or two.
1: And what were they like as far as like trouble or school or, um, were you the bad th- kid? I was the, I guess
0: the black sheep of the family. Yeah. I'm like the only boy. Yeah. And my, my sister, she's like, she's a loud mouth. She's a little crazy. Um, but she she always did pretty well in school. Mm-hmm. She just went off with her mouth, and I I always got caught up with the with the wrong people. So were you both kind of even, or were you like the the bad child? It, it was within school and within the people I hung out with, and it was on I was a bad child. Yeah, I just didn't speak up. I didn't speak back to my parents a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So your parents didn't have like high hopes for you. Oh hell no, for sure. Do they think they, you were like they had a loser son?
0: Yeah, for sure. They're flipping out. They're trying to send me to like private schools and private schools
1: are like hell not with those grades like you're not getting in for sure <laughs> that's crazy yeah um okay so then after were you into like skateboarding and stuff like that or
0: uh it, it was i i tried it and i enjoyed watching it yeah but i never did i, I couldn't ride it well so i was like forget it i'm I'm, I'm not gonna yeah do. and uh, no
1: sports or nothing like that uh, i played basketball
0: uh i was more into like like music culture like hip-hop yeah. culture yeah. uh that's what i kind of um, grew up on especially that year that I didn't go to school during my mm-hmm. sophomore year. I wasn't in high school, so I was at home a lot. Um, that's where I started developing a lot of my style. And yeah,
1: then. when you were like in a kid, like getting in trouble in high school, did you have like dreams or goals that you're like, Oh, fuck this I'm gonna go be that I'm gonna go be whatever, or were you just kind of trying to figure it all out? I
0: was, I was still trying to figure myself out. I think a lot of uh, after I got kicked out, I learned a lot. Of, I feel like you know, I was super insecure, you know, I was like yeah. who wants to once their parents to hang, let their friends hang out with the person that got kicked out of school. Yeah, yeah all yeah. this. So um, I always kind of like fall. I always relate to the, the, the weird superhero theme. Yeah. Like trying to figure myself out and going through
1: things and deep, dark t- times before something sparks. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. What, so when it came time, f- so you graduated high school. Mm-hmm. Did you graduate from the continuation school no, or you I, ended up going back to I, a high school? I did really, I did, once I had that weird spark
0: yeah. After during my sophomore year, um, I worked really hard and they, they let me come back in my uh, junior and senior year. So Got I graduated it. from my, my high school.
1: And then, so now it's college time. You yes. have to go to college, right? Is your parents like, there's no way around that. Um, well, once you go continuation
0: school, you don't get to go to the college you want to go to uh-huh. or you don't get your, your, your choices. So yeah. I had to go to
1: uh, community college. Got it. Yeah. But you knew, did you know, like, I still need to, like, I want to go to college or, or your parents were like, you have to, like, how was that dynamic?
0: Um, they obviously Asian parents they expect you to be a lawyer or a pharmacist or yeah. a doctor. Um so that their expectations were like you are getting school and focus and Yeah. Um, and what did you go to college for? I was undecided mm-hmm. in the beginning. Uh when I went to, when I went to community college for my first year I was undecided. I took all the uh, your general ed courses. I took a few business classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took career planning classes but I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. Yep.
1: Yeah. And did you, en- you ended up dropping out? I dropped out a year and a half into it. And what, what was the plan there? Uh, were you just like, I'm fucking over this?
0: No, I actually, um, my, one of my best friends mm-hmm. uh, who I've known since eighth grade, um, we we're on a trip from UC Santa Barbara together mm-hmm. and we we're, we we're going there to go party with our friends and on the drive home, he told me he was doing, um, he was in real estate mm-hmm. doing appraisals. And I was like, okay, I don't, I have no idea what that's about. He's like, well, I'm making a lot of money, and I think, I think we should start our own company. And I was like, I have no idea what real estate is about, yeah. but if I can start my own company at 19, then I'm down in, <laughs> yeah, I'm down, yeah. and I'm figure, let's go figure it out. So just on, is that why you dropped out? Yeah, he convinced me to drop out, and my parents. You know, I went and told my parents I'm going to go do, do real estate, and they're like, okay, are you still going to go to school? I was like, I pretty much lied to them and said, yeah, I'm going to do both at the same time, mm-hmm. but I ended up just focusing on the real estate side. Did you tell them that you dropped out, or did they
1: not know for a while? They didn't know. They didn't know for a while. They kind of figured it out a little bit after. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So then, so you start this real estate thing. And you know nothing about real estate. No, nothing about real estate. So what's the business?
0: Uh, it's it's uh it's about finding like the the price for the home so people can get their loans. Mm-hmm. Like finding the the price, and then um, I t- I started that with my best friend and a few of our, our, our other close friends. So how do you do? How do you do it? Like a lot of like you go walk and check the thing out, or yeah. you or. Well, first you have to find, you have to make friends with a lot of loan officers, Yeah, which is Chris. Was, Chris is actually one of the, that's how I met Chris. <laughs> I was going to ask if there was a connection there. Yeah, so I, I, thought I met Chris and then other people and they send you their files and you got to kind of find the price of the home that mm-hmm. matches. And then we'd go out to people's houses and, and measure it and take pictures sometimes in like creepy, creepy looking places, but you got to get it done.
1: How do you know? Like you just, is there like a, okay. Cause I just recently sold my house and I, they came out and did that for my house yeah. too. And I'm like, how do they really know? Are they making up a number?
0: No, they're actually looking at houses that sold nearby in yeah. the past, if I remember correctly, six months, I think, three to six months. Yeah. Uh, they look at the, the file and they see if the prices match, if the house has the same number of rooms, if the house has a pool, if all the houses have pools. Yeah. And that's how they kind of get that that, that price that, to lay it out.
1: Got it. Yeah. Um, did you
0: enjoy it or did you- I I hated it. Yeah, you can cuss. I fucking hated it. <laughs> <laughs> you really you hated it right away. I hated it, and we, we made a lot of money early on. For, at nineteen, you're you're taking home like each day you're taking you're taking home like
1: three four thousand dollars. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, so that's a lot of money for for kids. So at you 19. hated it, but you're like, fuck this, I'm rich, right? Not I'm rich. I mean, shit, you give me three grand <laughs> in a week at nineteen, I would have been like, woo, fuck yeah, everyone. We're, we're, we're making pretty good money at that time,
0: and. uh But we just, I I just hated it. Yeah. I couldn't stand, like, I couldn't stand doing it. Like, it was just, if you ask me most of it, I don't really remember much. And I'm actually the only one in my group that got the license for it, that passed the test. Uh huh. Uh -huh. How many many people? There's probably like five of us that did it. So, like, if
1: they got, if they got, if anyone asked, they just send them to you? I'd probably get
0: in trouble for everything if they they fucked up the files. That's funny. (laughs) So, how long did that last? Uh, I think we did it for a little over two years. Damn.
1: And did it grow? Like were you what did it did you grow it, it? or is good. it one of those kind of like
0: It was growing and at the, and at our peak time that's when the market started to crash. Mhm. What year was that? 2000 and like 8 or The crash I think 2007 was the crash. I yeah, think we left around we left around that a little before then, 2006.
1: So you left because you felt it or you saw it coming? I or left because oh. I found another opportunity. Ah, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, what was that?
0: Uh, at the same time, I had a friend who was uh, starting his own clothing brand. Yeah, and I he asked me to be a model for the photo shoot, and I was like, "No way! And I'm not amazing. a model." He said, "I'll give you free clothes." I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> "Okay, whatever pose model. you want me to do, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm down." Yeah. So I did the photo shoot with him, and then after that, we'd be in his office and. He'd show me like, this is what you need to do. This, this is like a startup. This, you know, I'm like, oh, this, this is what I like. This is what I enjoy. I enjoy the the clothing. I enjoy the clothing industry a lot better yeah. than the real estate. This is
1: what I'm into. What part? Like, what part did you did you feel like really caught you? Like the creative element of it. Yeah, you or gotta or the-
0: create. You gotta create. You gotta you gotta wear it. Yeah, gotta, it's a more expression of your of yourself, and that's what I I really enjoyed.
1: Yeah. So you instantly knew this is what I'm doing. Yes and did you quit the real estate thing obviously before the clothing was really making any money right uh well his
0: that's that was my friend's brand so i wasn't in that brand yet i wasn't what, what a part was that of that brand, brand. Called? that brand was called accentuate clothing got it and then he ended up uh, folding that company and he ended up launching another brand and when he was getting ready to launch the other brand i was like can can i invest my money into your company yeah and he told me no i don't i don't think i don't think you're ready for it uh-huh. he was probably right at the time i probably wasn't ready
1: what was your job at the first brand
0: I was pretty much like his right hand man, just like yeah. doing all like the just whatever. I'll carry boxes. I'll do whatever. Yeah. I'll t- I'll get input and designs. Got it. So and then I, the second
1: one, you're like, I want to put my money in here and be a real partner. Yeah, I want to be a real partner. And he this. said no. He said no. So what did he do then? I was pissed. So I went to Vital and I was like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna take this guy out. We
0: could do a better brand than him. Like we we for sure can do it better than him. Yeah. And um, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go start my own brand and forget. There's I'm no... I'm, leaving. I'm leaving. I'm gonna.
1: I like those moments because those are yeah. the moments where you feel like. You know, you just got shit on or like something, you know what I mean? And and a lot of people that really hurts them or they give up or they, you know what I mean? They go back to a job they hate or they whatever. But like, it seems like in almost all of these stories that I keep talking to people about, like those are often the moments that create the next thing. So perseverance. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. man. Okay. So you went and you started your own brand.
0: I went and started my own brand. And what was it called? It was called... The original, the the long name is called Imaginary Kingdom. Yeah, um, we broke it down. It's short for I'm King.
1: Yeah, uh, and what what was the inspiration behind it? What's Imaginary Kingdom? What's the the
0: word Imaginary Kingdom? The, I always refer to the kingdom like your most valuable thing you own is your brain. Like that's the most valuable thing. That's, mm-hmm. your, that's your brain, and I say that that's your kingdom. That's where all your ideas come from. So you came up with Imaginary Kingdom. Yeah. and then I'm King is basically you know being a leader, uh, trying to make an impact. Yep. Uh, Trying to help other people at the same time—that's
1: yep. what I'm King was about. So you just hit the ground running. Did your friend know anything about um, the clothing business? Did he already have a brand or no?
0: He 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 launched up another brand called Arisu.
1: Yep. And um, there so was Arisu already there when you started. I am King or at the same time they're um,
0: already they're already up for a a year. And I was I was with the I was still helping out Arisu in the beginning. Got it. And then that, that's that's told time. I'm gonna leave and start. My own brand yeah yeah um, and then i launched i'm king about a, about a year later
1: and tell me about that like what did you guys what did you do for like what was kind of the launch like did you have did you do the whole like magic thing and the, all that stuff or did yeah. you start it kind of more
0: we didn't want to go like we see we saw a lot of uh the smaller brands were going to a lot of like like swap meet things and, and selling their product and we didn't want to go that route we wanted to make it look really legit so we went to where we're, like, hey, we're going to go put dump our money into magic trade show yeah uh we're in this area called what do they call it the campgrounds i think they called it back then yeah and yeah we're there in '07. i think it was january february seven yeah south hall yeah that's when all all the brands are, are crazy back then
1: and was that like you guys were like were you excited were you nervous were you because that I was think, like the heyday when like magic was just cracking
0: i think we came in I think we came in with a lot of confidence. Yeah, uh, that we're gonna kill it. I think we, you know, we all We all thought we were really cool, wearing our um, t-shirts and sunglasses over, yeah. and, and trying to dress up like really hard.
1: That's <laughs> what I love about the clothing business. Is like I think in the beginning I kind of hated it. And don't don't yeah. don't get me wrong. I still avoid a lot of those trade shows. But like, it's like being a rapper. It's it like is. you these young guys start these brands, and then you go and you have to show it off, and yeah. you have to you know live the brand and stand for something and so you have to walk into these buildings feeling like you're on top of the world Absolutely. right because you're trying to sell the thing sell the dream here of course. and like it's all these different pockets of people trying to sell their own world and like it's just it's really cool the way that that works and when you start to get some success i'm sure you've seen it a million times and even been through it but like there's nothing quite like that feeling no nope, it's like it's like if you could the whole group is like a rapper and it's like you know what i'm saying it's like you take 10 people you all give them that i just signed a record deal mentality yeah. and that's what you get out of it it's really interesting exactly.
0: you, so you pretty much hit on the you pretty hit it, hit it is right on it. It and is. i
1: feel bad because a lot of it is now not there like <laughs> you know in the like in the glory days of magic and stuff it was on a whole nother level. It was crazy. Yeah, like now yeah. if you walk around Agenda, it's pretty mellow, right? I mean, there's not that much like riffraff going on and people aren't fighting it, each other. And like, It you is know different.
0: Before you, obviously they had the biggest, people had the craziest boosts of all time. They yeah. spend like
1: millions of dollars and you're looking around like, what is going on? Like, yeah, and you have people like LRG, which is like doing hundreds of millions in sales and it's a group of friends. Like yeah. it's not, you know what I'm saying? There's not some weird, rich genius behind it. And you know what I'm saying? It's like these guys just going for it Absolutely. and some of them hitting the lottery. Yeah. Um, so did you, did you have the classic moment when you left magic feeling defeated or did you feel pretty good? Like, did you write some orders I think and you our felt, our first
0: show we, we wrote, we left the show re- writing about 12, just 12 orders, not yeah. even much, but I think the accounts we got like really like amped us up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we so got, you were pumped. Yeah. We got a lot of good local accounts. We got like karma loop. We had overseas accounts coming over and those just 12, but there were 12 like pretty solid accounts. So yeah. we we're like, okay, I think we have
1: something here. Man, that's just, it's just, I love that moment. And did that come just from kind of putting together a line, putting together a little lookbook and just saying, yep. hey, here's what we are?
0: We just came to the show with like a TV screen, like carried the TV in every single day because we didn't want to get the TV stolen. Yeah. So we'd carry the, like literally a mile walk of carrying the TV <laughs> yeah. ourselves. Uh, we had about maybe seven t-shirt designs. Yeah. And we just brought as many colorways as we could for each one and yeah. made to make our booth look filled and that was pretty much it. Cause you didn't have
1: anyone wearing it at that time, right? Like no famous people. or No, anything like that. we didn't have
0: anyone. Re- not, not the first show. We yep. just, we were just, but we had the loudest product at the show. So.
1: Yeah. So then what happened there? Like, so then you fill those orders. Did things start growing pretty fast or did it, it was a very slow process. Yeah. Um,
0: I think the second season, our second and third season really started taking off. Mm-hmm. I think we did like a, Lindsay Lohan parody, like a rehab, like parody T, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that just went like, like nuts. Mm-hmm. We had so much reorders, now we're like, okay, this here, here we go. That's when we started seeing like a lot of numbers come in, and and uh, being able to invest back into the company.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so, at that point, did you guys feel like this is it? We did it. Like here No, reorder?
0: there's there's tons of like growth and like you putting together like struct, learning about structure, learning how to lead a team. Like we had to learn how to hire people and. At the beginning, we we're just hiring our friends. And yeah, hiring
1: our friends—it's not the best. Usually, not the best people to work with. No, good lesson. Yeah, maybe that'll be the Instagram quote. Yeah. We mm-hmm. always do like the the key moments from the conversation, and that's a, definitely a good lesson to teach. Don't hire your friends. Don't <laughs> hire your friends first. I mean, yeah. if you can, it's cool, but don't just no, hire an office full struggling. of homies. No, yeah. Is not it? Um, so did you enjoy it? Like at that time, you're still you still feeling like this is where I'm meant to be. Uh, this is. I, I really loved it at the beginning. Yeah.
0: Um. But it was really tough because I didn't. I was still, I was only twenty one, twenty two at the mm-hmm. time, and, and you have to be a leader. You have to grow up, and I I don't know if I was ready for that at that time. Yeah. Um. That was a lot of gro- and growing pains and for me to speak up. I'm not a person that speaks up way too much so it was really really tough for me in the beginning so you see a lot of egos and friends and
1: like everyone's like going at each other's throats. so it was really difficult and it's hard I mean I think one thing I learned is like everyone wants to be a boss right when you're young and you think you can run anything right but when it really comes to like having to fire your friends Uh or having to worry about hours and dealing with different people's personalities and maybe two people in the office aren't getting together or getting along like there's so much shit that when i was younger and started young and reckless i was like damn i don't want to be a boss <laughs> you know saying, what hey, I mean? Yeah, like, it's him. not that fun it's not it's cool on instagram but like when you have to show up in the morning and like deal with an office it's it not is. dope it's tough um so did you feel like were you getting over doing the brand or like what did the process towards the end of that like how did that look to you i i got in in our so we had the brand for about seven years we did
0: for about seven years Mm -hmm. in our fifth year i believe was when we brought on some experience quote experienced people yeah and i think that really like got into our heads like this is this is not fun anymore yeah like what type
1: of people? Like like were they people from like other brands or were they, they, they old came, white guys? Yeah, they or? came from
0: other brands and they come, yeah, you know, some of those yeah. older, a little older than when we are and they, they, you know, they, they just didn't get it. They didn't get the, our, our vibe. They didn't get what we were about. Yeah. It's um, bringing like weird bad energy to the company. Yeah. And I got to a point where, where they started designing like, they started designing like crazy stuff. Like I felt like we were getting dictated on how to design and mm-hmm. it. it wasn't, it wasn't fun. I was like, this is not what I did it for.
1: What was your biggest account? Karma I think Karma Loop and Zoomies, I believe, are our two biggest yeah. counts. Because I remember, I remember seeing it all over Karma Loop. And yeah, you're right, Zoomies too. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. We were. Um, and so it just started to not feel fun. Did it not feel fun Like as kind of as you're at the peak? Like you're at Zoomies, you're at Karma Loop, but now there's these weird guys in there and it just doesn't feel like it used to? Yeah, because the
0: designs weren't coming out the way the way we wanted to.
1: Yeah. So the whole thing just started to feel... Creatively, For- everything is just like, ah, oh, this doesn't feel We felt right. like
0: it was forced. So we felt like we were f- had to follow these these trends that we weren't doing in the beginning anyways. And why, why are we following it? It's not fun. Yeah. Like, this, this isn't me at all. Like, this isn't even an extension of me. Like, this is completely like a 180 of what the brand should be about. Yeah. And, and, and did your
1: partner feel the same way? Or
0: Yeah, we weren't even, like, the company wasn't even vibing. Like, me and him, were, we weren't even talking that much. I yeah. and mean, like, everyone, like, even offices, like, the, 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 the design team was in one room. The sales team was in another room. Like the warehouse, like no one was talking to The marketing team, like everyone was like, yeah, like trying to chew each other out. And I was like, this is enough. This is
1: like the worst. Did so you Did you feel like you had like a conscious like, this is the end, or like I got to do something different, or like no. what was your mentality, or was it like uh, I got to fix this?
0: I went and spoke with a, a, a few people. Like I, I brought on like, like, like a life coach and, and a few other things. Yeah, and I was like, hey, okay, I got, I got to rewire my brain right now. Yeah, and did I, it work? I got, yeah, I went and talked to my partner one day. I was like, why why we why why did we start this in the first place? Like we didn't obviously didn't do it for money. Like if we wanted to do stuff for money, we could have just kept on doing real estate or do something else. Yeah. Like hustle. Like, but we didn't we didn't want to do that. And he's like he agreed. And I remember I went to the design room and I ripped that whole wall down. I said, We're redesigning this whole thing. And if it doesn't sell, I don't care. Yeah. I'd rather do something I'd rather go out with something that we love. Was that advice from the life coach? That was I need a fucking life coach. That was, the, that was the. he's just told me to follow follow my own instincts. Like, what if, if you don't like, feel what good, if, then what are you doing? Like,
1: do they act like a therapist, or like, what, like you tell them all your shit, and they're like, "Hey, this is I think what you like." Did you do you feel like you successfully rewired your brain? In I that think, moment, I
0: think so. I think that at that time, I was in a weird funk, and you know, being being told. Positive things like you know changes your mindset. Like because you're you're in the office, like everything's so cramped up. You're close with these, your the people you're closest with are everyone's in a in a weird funk. So you need to yeah. shake it off. And yeah. Come, this guy comes in and like, oh, with this crazy aura and just yeah. like turn things around. Damn it! I need and a he's life been coach. he's been in the industry too. The life coach.
1: Dan, it's time for us to find a life coach. Yeah. Uh, Greg, Greg Carroll, life coach. That who that's who, who who it was. Yeah. Brought him in for a little bit. That's and, dope. I just feel like it's important. I I want to get to that level where like you have all these weird helpers you know like you have yeah. a life coach and then you have maybe a doctor that comes to your house once a month to like it, check up on you it, make it sure helps. you're okay you have your trainer you have you know what i mean yeah. oh man i gotta get there um <laughs> so you went in you ripped down the wall are people like oh my god Andy's lost his mind or thank yeah, like, so god I'm he's like back a, like obviously the
0: the bad the bad energy people are like you know what i'm gonna leave and i'm like hey, go ahead leave I don't did care. the old I don't...
1: white guys leave did they leave yeah, yeah. they left at that moment
0: well, actually, we let them go. We
1: didn't let, let them right. You're damn right Start you cutting, did. Cutting people. <laughs> oh, good. Um good. Okay, so you go in, you cut people, you redesign the line. Mm-hmm. You obviously felt recharged. Yes. Did that, how long did that last?
0: Not too long because then we started getting into other issues of production, not being able to produce and uh, yep. not have deliveries like super summer deliveries coming in winter. And like that stuff started happening. And we're like, okay, this is not good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Man, you got to find the balance between the old white guys. I don't know why I keep saying old white guys just because it's the perfect <laughs> it is not, signifier of like stuff getting a little corpo. It is. But you got to find the balance between the those people that yeah. can run your production and make sure that everything's right, right? And the life with something like a clothing company, it's so driven by like the life and the energy. Absolutely. It's so hard to find that balance. Correct. You know what I mean? Um, so... So then you hit another slump. Hit another slump. And at that point, did you feel like we should pack this thing up? Or did you feel like... I was still pushing for it I yeah. was, as hard as I could.
0: But then I also had other inspirations at the same... Like other like motivations and inspirations to other things at the same time. Yeah. At that time period. So what were some of those? Um, well, I, I started traveling. I was traveling a lot for work already. And when I started traveling, I started, food became like a hobby for me. It became like a game. Yeah. So I utilized like Yelp became like a video game for me. let you know, you guys play mm-hmm. video games. Mm-hmm. Yelp was my game. I'd go find like the places with the most reviews. Um, I'd find the most interesting food items and I would start writing about it on the, on the I'm King blog. Yeah. And then people started asking me like, Oh, where should I go eat? Like I became like that person. And when I, when I started eating a lot more, lot more, I, I was, I saw a lot of unique ice cream stores in different states and different countries actually yeah and i find all these unique ice cream flavors i'm like what the hell like why don't we have anything like that in orange county we only have Baskin and robbins and um thrifty and we had uh, cold stone at the time yeah that's was, that, that was pretty much that's it that was it yeah um i was like okay i need a i'm gonna go i'm gonna get somebody to figure out and open my own ice cream store and i ran with the idea for a while and it kind of just I kind of started pitching it to people. I'm like, you you should open an ice cream store. You should do this. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah. Well, they started laughing me off. What type of people? Your friends? Like people, my my friends that are in the food industry. I was telling them, I was like, giving them this idea, like you should open the ice cream store. Like margins are really good. Like these are, this is super unique. You can make this cool. Yeah. And everyone's just kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, after that, I know, I know, um, my girlfriend, which is my fiance now, she was showing, showing me pictures of ice cream that had like little mini waffles in there. uh-huh, And I was like, Oh that, that's smart. Like mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I could do like different waffle, mini waffle flavors and, and and uh make ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. And so that idea stayed in my head for maybe two years. Jesus. So it stuck in my head for two years. How like, old
1: were you in this time
0: frame? Just like twenty five? Uh, no, I've twenty
1: seven. Okay. Now I was twenty seven now, so I was pretty far into the so you're so you're not having a great time at I am King, and your thoughts are just on ice cream all day. At the same time, at you're the traveling. Same time, you're thinking about role. ice cream. You're like, eh, clothing's kind of stupid. Yeah, I was just <laughs>
0: not stupid. <laughs> not fun. Not fun anymore at the time. Probably wanted to start another brand. Probably at the same time. Yeah, we did dabble in other things. We try to start. We try to launch our own. I'm king vodka at the same time too. Really? Yeah, that didn't go so well. Yeah, it never does. Yeah, I had all these. We still all, we had all these like bottles like ready to go, ready to fill. Yeah, like thirty thousand bottles, and we didn't do
1: it. Everybody thinks. I don't know why everyone thinks, <laughs> and I mean I've thought it too, yeah. but that like the the vodka thing is just the lottery. It oh. worked for P Diddy. It's tough for but sure, not for everyone. Um, so what was the first actual step into making?
0: Getting that the pr- the next
1: project or the next idea? Yeah, I mean, um, that was afters, right? Is yeah, it came. It, it came.
0: It came afters because um, one of my one of my friends that I was talking to I had dinner with. Yeah. It was a childhood friend that I've known since second grade, mm-hmm. and he had a similar similar ideas as me. Like, he wanted to open a, d- a late night dessert spot, and I wanted to do ice cream with waffles. So me and him were at the gym working out together and talking about like every single day, like let's you know like this and this. And then we saw, we found out about another ice cream shop that was doing some, something with the waffles. Yeah. And they were on like, they got an interview, but they weren't making, their ice cream was like garbage and uh, their product was garbage, but they were, but they were killing it. Yeah. And we're like, okay, let's just do this. Let's go, let's go figure this out. Yeah. So it was just you and him. So it was just me and him that was starting it at the time. And then what's step one in that process? Um. Well, Scott had, Scott was like, I'm gonna go find a location. Yeah. And so he started hunting a few locations and... He said, are you down? I was like, yeah, I've been waiting to do this. So I'm down. He found two locations, and they're both ice cream stores Our ice cream stores already. Uh-huh. One was, like, open once a year or something. It was barely even open. Yeah. And uh, he walked in there, and he, he talked to the the owner, and and they had an interesting discussion, and we offered to buy him out. Uh-huh. And he said, well... He's a 65 year old white man, by the way. Uh huh. And he's like, we want to buy you out. Like, we want to we want to launch our own ice cream store. He's like, well, I still want to make ice cream. Uh huh. We're like, okay, that's all he wanted to do. He's like, no, I still want to make ice cream. Yeah. We're like, fine. Well, like, we don't we don't know how to make ice cream, so let's just figure out how to partner up. Yeah. So we end up partnering up and so he's your
1: master chef now. He's
0: the master chef. Is he still? Yeah, he's, he's yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Your old chemist. He's he's a he's a beast. That's
1: good. It's a beast. So then you partnered up. You and then you took over the location. We
0: took over the location.
1: And how long? Why afters? Why the name afters?
0: Um, well, Scott. When he was working on his his late night dessert project. He he was looking for something like he was looking for, He found a European term. Yep. Like they're calling it like after like after dinner, uh, after a it. meal after something. So yep. I you know dessert matches perfectly well with that.
1: And then what? So you open spot you go figure all that shit out is i am king still running at this I'm king point is still running at that time and were you feeling like you could do both or, or how what yeah was your i was
0: trying to juggle both at the same time yeah and it was getting like really frustrating i think the i'm king staff was getting really frustrated yeah I, I was already at the point like okay i was like i'm gonna figure out how to give it up but i want to make sure that the remaining staff that's there gets taken care of yeah and figure out where to find a new home for them how'd you yeah. do that Every, dude, everyone every figured everyone's ki- the whole the whole the whole original staff is killing it right yeah. now like there's if you know the orange
1: county guys man yeah. even like how chris is now and like there's just something there's some sort yeah. of there's some sort of energy with you guys where you you figured it out
0: we got yeah because yeah. we got chris chris and lee like chris was my myself my original sales rep yeah like the second sales rep we ever hired and became like our main guy and lee is his partner lee was our intern they both own the leverage now yeah um, we have anthony who was my uh former marketing guy he works under chris too now got Marilyn, who's like skrillex's right hand girl now like she's crazy. she works for skrillex and flies over with him uh, i got brian who does he's doing like campaigns for Bape and all these like crazy photography stuff yeah uh chemo works at new like he's running stuff running things at new era um, my other buddy's launching his, his app with, like, the co-founder
1: of Pandora. Like, it's our core team is pretty crazy. Yeah, that's nuts, man. Yeah. There's something in the energy down there in, in Orange County. I don't know if it's that, like, you're so close to the action, but you're actually in, like, a not very good area, so it gives you that hunger, you know, and then you have the access to it. I don't know, but there's something about um you guys. You I guys, guess we're,
0: we're, we're pretty close to L.A., but we're not in yeah, L.A. There, like so we get, we get a little bit of both. Yeah.
1: That's why I even always say, we always joke about, like, compton right like compton's yeah. the n- most notorious yeah. ghetto bad area but if you actually counted the number of success stories that came out of compton <laughs> against any other city it's insane yeah. right because it's like this it's so bad so it gives you that hunger but you're so close to the actual action yeah i, I it's think it's a
0: special bubble to like
1: that's why i think i it goes back to afters because it's a certain a certain bubble
0: like orange in la you have like Tons of options. And again, yeah. you don't have as many options. So when the word spreads,
1: the word, the word really spreads out. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Um okay, so you opened the spot. Was opening an ice cream shop a nightmare or like for your expectations, was it was it not so bad? Was it pretty easy? It was it was not easy for mm-hmm. sure. Um
0: because we had we or we knew ice cream itself would not work. Like we knew ice cream yep. flavors, special ice cream flavors are cool, but we knew we had to come up with something else. So we we did the, we tried to do the waffles, yep, failed. Uh, what just didn't to, work just execution wise timing it wouldn't be able it wouldn't it wouldn't work yep so we tried like waffle taco shells we tried like sweet bread and uh, we figured out how to like heat up the bread the bread with the ice cream inside but we're like this this is okay it's not not good enough so uh me and scar are about to go eat and he sees a donut store and he's like he comes in and he's like let's try the donut instead yeah i was like i don't know man yeah we yeah. tried it we're like all right bingo this is it like we found the winner this is the item like we ended up with two, and this was, was the original was like thing two months? like
1: the donut sandwich was that the original thing or? That's
0: not, yeah that was that was like iteration like two months be, two months before we opened the store
1: so we, we we're already scrambling for ideas so was it was it originally but was it originally the donut mixed in or was it the first thing was let's take the donut and make a sandwich out of it
0: we always wanted to make a sandwich we all our, our goal is to make something completely brand new yeah yeah yeah. because okay, we we're okay. trying to write off of that um, the Krona was like really crazy at the time. Yep. That's when it was like hitting the, cause no one's ever seen like I remember food that. mashups going like that. Yeah. It was, it was the, the Krona and then the ramen burger. And then we we're like right
1: after. Yeah. So we fell into that. So you launched the thing. Yeah. You're like, we got the next big idea, right? I mean, that, that oh. has to be how you felt, right?
0: No, we, we just thought we had, we have this cool milky bun. We call it the milky bun. Yeah. Um, we have this cool item and we hope we, we sell hope we make like a hundred dollars a day. We'd be, we'd be like stoked but people would even come out and try it. And when you launched it, was it instant? Yeah. When we, what we, we did, you know, we applied a lot of things that we learned from the streetwear industry yeah. that I learned in the past for and, marketing and we applied that and whatever connections we knew, we try to get them to line up and, and, uh, media that we could contact mm-hmm. and first day line, line down the block. The first day, first day grand opening line down the block. And then we couldn't keep up with the demand because we didn't. We, we had, our store is only like 400 square feet. Yeah. So our kitchen is half the size. The kitchen itself was half the size of your office right here. And we're, we're trying to figure out how to make ice cream, where to store it. And it kept like it wasn't
1: just the first day. Like people kept showing up. It kept showing getting showing
0: crazier up. and crazier. And then I think we, like we were starting to hit like news outlets like crazy. I think That's Yahoo cool. like Yahoo featured us on the front page. KTLA was filming with us cooking channel like every single day for like the first few months we're like filming with somebody
1: that's nuts and so what was your first thought like how do we expand the kitchen or how do we get more locations or how do, how we, do we keep up at the same time because there's <laughs> yeah. days like we didn't have any
0: donuts and we there's like there's no milky buns so yeah we gotta put up like a stupid sign that goes oh the milky bun bandit took all the donuts for the for day." like we're out you know it was like flipping out and then ice cream the ice cream was and we didn't know how to control the ice cream so every time we'd scoop like it's like breaking your wrist trying to scoop the ice cream yeah and we're all in there like helping, and it, it just got like out of control.
1: So at that moment, were you like, we have we have something here?
0: Yeah, I think after the first, I I remember people would come by and go, this this is a fad. It's not gonna last longer than three months. Yeah. And then one month goes by, two months go by, still three lying. months, you still got two hour lines down the, down the block in this plaza in Fountain Valley. That most if I asked you where Fountain Valley was, you'd be like, yeah, you. what are you talking about? Yep. You think it's in the valley, but no, th- yep.
1: th- it's a little odd place in Orange County. That's funny. Yeah. And then so um. When did the final decision come to, like, shut down I Am King? I think it was four months in.
0: And then we we, we, we said, that you know what, this is, like, too crazy. Scott's like, what do you want to do? I told him, like, you know, me and Polo have decided to, you know, focus on this after thing and see yeah. how it goes. So we're going to try something new. Like, this is, like, new energy for us. Let's do this. Yeah.
1: And all the rest of the staff found new jobs already. So we're like, we're straight. Let's go. That's dope. So then you're just off to the races. Off to yeah. Man, that's good. Um, so then take me through, I mean, then then did you guys open more locations?
0: Yeah. it's, it's Almost we're getting close to our three-year mark now. Yeah. Um, we didn't open our second location until almost a year after. Yeah. Uh, now we're at 10 locations open.
1: And where are they mainly all in this area, in Southern California? Yeah, in
0: Southern California. I think the closest one in LA is Pasadena. But yeah. we have a few more in LA that are opening up soon.
1: And what sort of challenges with like managing ten? I mean, that has to be insane managing ten different locations.
0: There's a lot of different factors that go into it. Um, production is uh, an issue, always an issue. Um, delivery to all ten locations is an issue. Yeah, uh, dealing with young staff because our you know our our stores, our staff is like all they're all young. they're, yeah. they're, they're party animals. So trying to keep their keep them in check it's, yeah. it's difficult too.
1: Do You feel like you learned like valuable lessons from going through the nightmare of it in the early clothing days to like how to manage human beings now or no?
0: Yeah, I think I learned to be a lot calmer when I speak to, to, to mm-hmm. a lot of the staff mm-hmm. and and uh, how to motivate them and get them in a better place. Um, just a lot of guidance, yep. I'm, I, I'm a lot better that, with that now. But we also we applied a lot of the tools that we from Streetwear, we applied it to yep. the brand. Because if you go in our store, our store is black and white. Mm-hmm. No, you don't see ice cream stores that are black and white at that time like there's no stores that are black and white we have all these like verbiage on the walls like you go on the wall you turn around it goes gucci man loves afters yeah and then this wall says like let's talk more ice cream like these big big like fonts that like, yeah. like, we learned from like we applied from clothing and our ice cream's like bright we have like blue ice cream and we have a purple ice cream over here yeah and people are like what the hell like yeah like, they don't get it like the older generations get it, but the new kids are like freaking out over it yeah 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 yeah
1: what um how I mean do you plan to keep going and keep opening new ones or yeah we're,
0: we have we have another eight in the pipeline that are about
1: to start construction right now
0: nice. so we should have 18 locations before the second quarter ends
1: are you already doing more business than you did with I am king ever or no yeah
0: uh, yeah I'm probably doing more business now it's it's different some se- sometimes some seasons in the clothing industry like we're really crazy like yeah. you're taking home a lot but there's other seasons when you can't keep up yeah 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 that does it seem
1: go. more like sane? It just seems like it seems um, much more sane of a business than dealing with the crazy trends and stuff of of streetwear.
0: It is, but food food is the same way. Foods can become like in desserts can become a trend too. Yeah, so it become it can become difficult. But the great thing about food is everyone eats. It. I'm not just catering to
1: like teenage teenage boys. Yeah,
0: I have like a, every, everyone eats, so it makes a, a little bit easier.
1: And do you guys you find yourself like constantly trying to think of new? Marketing stuff and new things to keep it.
0: Yeah, we're we're trying to always stay ahead of the curve. Um, and I also
1: developed a lot of other concepts along the way since. Mm-hmm. Uh, and talk about some of the other, the other things you've opened or the other. I mean, talk about the donuts. Talk about where did the donuts come from.
0: Oh, donuts is just a friend from California Donuts mm-hmm. who I made friends with.
1: And so they do they supply your donuts or no? No, do you just have a friend? We, we have
0: no. We have a, a manufacturing
1: facility. Yeah,
0: and we we make our donuts and ice cream.
1: Did you do that from the, the jump or did you buy donuts in the beginning? In the beginning? We had, we had a buy in the beginning. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Uh, what are some of the other projects, other things that are going on?
0: Um, I think a, a year and a half into it, we launched. My buddies had a food truck called mm-hmm. a GD bro burger. Yeah. And uh, they just got, on, they were on the great food truck race so on the food network. Yeah. And when they got back, uh, they were, were, we're talking to them. We're like, what are you guys going to do? What's your game plan? And they said, they didn't know. And I was like, we're like, okay, well we can help you open a store. So we ended up partnering with them and opening their brick and mortar location. Where's that at? And uh, their first location was in Santa Ana, and then we helped them. When we open opened the second location six months later in Long Beach. Nice.
1: And what about what? What do they do? That's like what's um you know what's their thing? Um,
0: we're known for the the burgers with the red bun. Mm-hmm. So it's like a raspberry bun. Yep. But it has also has red some red dye in it, so if you go to the restroom, you probably be shitting out
1: red. <laughs> That's funny. Don't be alarmed. <laughs> Don't sue me. And did that? Um, did that? Does that have sort of like? Did that get a really crazy reaction too? Like from being on that show and stuff? It had. Uh,
0: yeah, because everyone's curious, like what's this red bun thing and these crazy burgers about? So that that, that uh, really set things off, and people are always curious.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, what's next? Just more locations? More? You know, what is your focus? afters and making sure that that gets the biggest and the you know like where's your head at i on guess that? My,
0: my near future um is obviously food in the next uh, probably two three years we'll yep. see what happens uh I'm, I'm enjoying it right now but i have to, I, you know once i figured out that i could do more than just like food and clothing and other things i have the itch to like get into like other things yeah too. yeah so i'm like so it could be anything it could be anything
1: you seem to be good at like following the excitement you know like if it's yeah, boring it, to you you kind of yeah, if I don't like it, I'm not gonna. I'm
0: not gonna mess with it. If I don't like it, yeah. So in the near future, yeah, I'll, I'll stick with food. But I know I'm gonna have the itch to do something else. I already have the itch. I just gotta
1: figure out what what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do your parents think? Have you had any moments of like, haha?
0: Yeah, they, they, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <You> know, like <laughs> I the laugh bad at them.
1: They go, how, how, they, they, you know, they can't believe
0: it. They're always surprised by how all this happened.
1: Yeah, they got to be they, crazy proud, right?
0: Yeah, they told, they, you know, they said they said you're definitely blessed. You know? Yeah. And, um, not the most talented. I'm not a designer and not a chef, but but I figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Um,
1: How about note to self, right? I do this little thing called note to self where if you could write a letter to your, or speak to your teenage self, let's say maybe you just got arrested, right? And you're just stealing shit and you don't quite know what's going on. If you could give your now everything that you've been through all the different successes and failures, what would you tell yourself what advice would you give? what sort of like well I,
0: I would tell my 13 year old self to to not worry too much about what everyone else thinks? yeah, to focus, really just uh, embrace embrace like embrace what you have and who yep. you are, and try, make sure you try. it's okay to fail yeah because i failed a lot of times and and i'm doing okay now
1: that's the biggest part man that that people don't understand is like that fear of you feel like a lot of your trouble and a lot of your sort of rebellion came from worrying about other people's thoughts and other like what other people thought of you and stuff like that insecurities of course i think as a lot a
0: lot of uh, kids in general like we're always everyone's a little insecure about themselves and trying to figure themselves out and not understanding that much of the world yet since that early on
1: yeah i agree yeah. um anything else anything i'm missing anything coming up anything uh i have i still i launched four other projects along the way i had a, like
0: a boba concept called milk box yeah talk all, about each one of those talk about uh, yeah milk box is like like all organic drinks um like lactose free like you know the boba drinks that's really good it's yeah. delicious and a, and i think that's going to be like a long-term project for me where's that sold at we have uh one location in mission viejo yeah. And then we have another location opening next month in Tustin. And yeah. how's that been going? So it's going far? really well. Like people love the product and it's just it's it's more instead of like the crazy stuff this is like this is actually good for you. Yeah.
1: Like, you know, if you drink this it's like it's it's good. Like we use the best of the best ingredients. You don't have trouble managing like all the shit going on. All the like this one's opening here, this one's opening, like it, dividing up your time and stuff like that. It, it gets tough how to to find balance. Um do you have any cheat codes? Like cheat do you code? have any like for me. Yeah. Uh, I,
0: I I know exactly what my skill set is and I stick to that. Yeah. Um you're asking me to be in the kitchen every day. That's not happening. Like there's certain things like I, you know, like you figure out your skill set and and your values and you're like okay, I'm going to do just this. Yeah. And I'm going to put out, I'm going to hire the people to do the specialize in these things. They can take care of those things. Yeah. That's, how, that's how I'm able to do so many different projects or yeah. else I'd be if I was in the kitchen all day, I'm I, I'm done. Like, yeah. There's only so much I can do in there.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um what else other than the juice? What's the next one?
0: uh we got a project called pig pen it's like everything's based. this is opposite of the healthy this is like the unhealthy it's like all bacon <laughs> all pork like you know that. like like the crazy stuff and we have a location in santa ana and we're about to open our location in um Aris, phoenix arizona next month too how many fucking leases do you have like uh, 27 leases uh, a lot like my personal guarantees like uh, four life's on the line <laughs> yeah no shit
1: <laughs> man um okay why, why arizona For the second location, Uh, we
0: had a great opportunity over there, and we also saw like there's there they have a pretty good scene over there. Phoenix is actually a lot cooler, and uh, you know when you think of Phoenix, you only think of heat, heat, heat. Yeah, I don't want to go there, but it's actually a pretty cool town. Like the the food scene is growing. Yep, I think they're missing a lot, and we could fill the void
1: there. Nice. What um what's the next one?
0: Neptune's just opened up. Neptune's is our
1: oyster and seafood bar. It's like a, it's like a full-on oh, restaurant. You know what else gets me is like you couldn't be more separate in each one. You know what I mean? It's like we have <laughs> healthy, we have dessert, we have oysters, and we have pig stuff.
0: Yeah, we got a bar. We got a full, full liquor bar there at at, at Neptune's. So tell me that concept. That concept is we brought a chef over from Roy's Hawaiian kitchen. You know, Roy's Hawaiian? Like yeah. he has all this fancy restaurant. We brought the chef, the head chef over there. We brought him over with us and it's like fresh seafood, like uni pastas, oysters. And is it like a walk up? No, it's a full-on it's full on oh, restaurant full wow. restaurant. Yeah, it's 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 gorgeous. And it's that's where? Cerritos, California. Right next to Long right, right by Long Beach. Pretty close. You spend a lot of time in the car, huh? Uh, I'm I'm always in the car. I'm a, I'm mobile. There's no office for me now. Man.
1: Um, and what's the plan on that? You think you'll do more locations on that one or?
0: Neptune's possibly. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just it, we just literally opened two weeks ago, grand opening. Oh, just never booked oh, out shit. like dinners are booked out like crazy right now, so it's good, solid. And so you're having fun. You have no complaints. No complaints. Yeah, do I gotta do a lot of things? Uh, what else do I have? Project Poke. Project Poke is
1: like our sushi burrito concept. That's that hap- That's that's real. That's real. Where's that at? It's in Fountain Valley. Man, you literally have. 40 plus leases probably probably <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy um have you had have, have any failed yet failed i don't want to uh, say yet sorry sorry um, bad energy knock no, on not, I've had, I, we've had a
0: re- weird one where we had a noodle restaurant like uh-huh. we opened last november and then a car flew into the store ran itself in the store what the fuck did you die no surprisingly it was actually it, it, the car went in like january 2nd or something i remember i got that a text from my employee i was like oh this is not good and nobody got hurt no one got hurt surprisingly and so you shut it down then we sold it you that was like ju- a bad ju- bad juju we had yeah. to get out but actually i haven't twice i had another car going to one of the after stores right before we left to coachella because we had afters at coachella too oh yeah i remember that yeah that store. the car went in the store and i'm like that's, that's like i was on the night of kobe's like last game
1: how nuts I was watching, That's why they did it they I was, yeah angry. i was
0: watching the game and then, uh, like, halftime after halftime i get this picture of a car in my store i was like oh, not again are you serious jesus
1: what a weird thing to
0: happen twice yeah, everyone's like everyone's like somebody's out for andy i was like probably kamikaze their cars right
1: <laughs> um and then so like you said like you're just gonna do this until it's fun and then you might switch and do some other stuff yeah, and-
0: I'm, I'm messing around i'm doing like i'm messing around like accessories right now and like mobile accessories um i also have a project called uh, passion chasers i do with one of my friends where we go to schools and speak yeah on our free time you know, make sure that we get back and and hopefully share some of our experience yeah. so i think it's important because i think that you know when i was when i was a kid and i'd hear you know, i had speakers come to the school and be like oh that's pretty interesting and i'd remember some of it yeah. even to now
1: it's so important man that's why i do this is because it's for the kid you know that's getting arrested in eighth grade <laughs> and feels like there's no you know now you can't go to you can't go to the college you wanted and there's no blueprint no. you know if you want to become a brain surgeon you can go to you know how to do that Correct. right even if you want to be in the nba even though the chances are so slim you know how to do it right. but if you want to just start 52 chains of restaurants yeah. like you have <laughs> or clothing lines or just be an entrepreneur you there's not really yeah. you know yeah you can go to business school but that's not going to tell you how to do this right, right. so i think as much as i can kind of tell those stories because that's where you learn the most right Is just from yeah. hearing that somebody else did it right and I think when people, people tend to look at successful people like so, they put them on a pedestal. Like, oh, they must know something I didn't or they must be smarter than I am or they have better opportunities or whatever, as opposed to just hearing the stories and it's like, man. And I just think this is the key to a happy life, right? I think that so many kids and turn into adults that are getting in trouble or addicted to drugs or doing all this stuff, is because you don't have anything to do. Of course. You, know, you, don't, you don't have any purpose to your day. And so if you can just find like, I grew up wanting to be a professional skateboarder, I would have never guessed that I'd be doing what I'm doing now. Okay. But the fact that I have purpose in my existence is all that really matters. I'm. I'm. Thank God, I'm not a professional skateboarder right now. <laughs> I'd be all beat up and 30, and my knees and are everyone gone. Everyone probably
0: assumes it's easy for you because you were on TV, but they know yeah, it's not. It's yeah, You've seen a lot of people. A lot of a lot of people have tried try to try, like famous people try to release clothing oh, brands, and it yeah. doesn't work out. It's really difficult.
1: And that's the thing. Is like everybody has. You know, the excuse of why it's easier for the next guy, yeah, you course. know and I dealt with that a lot when I was younger and I think it bothered me when I was younger because I wanted to be the boss, right? And I yeah. wanted to I didn't want anyone to say that it was easy for me and blah blah blah. At this point now it's been so long mm-hmm. that I think people see the difference it is. and see the other things that I've done and whatever. But I understand if I would have been watching and seen me create a clothing line from TV, I'd be like, oh, this is a joke. but it took the time yeah. of doing it and you know what I mean of of it making a difference but even the tv thing for me was a scary weird journey you know what I mean like I didn't I didn't really know Rob growing up and so when I moved here this was also incredibly foreign to me and going through the process of getting a show picked up and doing all that stuff it was so strange and scary and all part of the journey you know but yeah I'm just trying to as much as I can that's why it's dope that you do that because telling those stories and that stuff is so important it is yeah um anything you wanna plug, any uh social media, any any of that stuff?
0: If I can if I can pronounce my last name correctly, then hopefully it's easy. use uh, it if anyone can. Yeah. I, <laughs> spell it out for them. Uh at follow my social media at Instagram, Andy the Nguyen, A N D Y T H E. Last name spelled N G U Y E N.
1: There it is. Yes.
0: Um Is that it? Um for those listening, go out there, try. It's okay, it's okay to fail. Like it's okay to be unsure just yep. as long as you're taking the chance and uh most people fail at their first business anyways which is normal yep. and so it's all about experience and being around the right people surround yourself around the greatest people you can uh if you look at your five ten closest friends you'll probably talk walk act listen to the same music as them so if you hang around with the good people you probably be, you'll be you'll be good you hang out with great people you be great
1: yeah yeah so true Alright, well there it is, man. That's a solid, solid ending. Thank you for coming all the way up here. Thanks for dealing with this traffic. Thank you for having and me. Thanks for the fucking California donuts, no man.
0: No Congratulations to you and I'm glad I could be on the show, too. Thank you, man. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Alright, there you have it. I hope you enjoyed Andy Nguyen. That was a good interview. That was a good, you know, I like when everyone's story, what I like is I'm piecing these together is everyone's story you know, has similar pieces to it that are, that are kind of similar to previous ones, but but also so much different and so many different kind of paths that these people took and how they went about it and how they you know, didn't stop at the first roadblock that came or the first big issue or something that they thought was life or career ending. And um, that's usually when these big things or these bigger ideas kind of came about. So that's what I really gained from this one. I hope you guys liked it. Um, don't forget, as always, please go to iTunes and leave some positive feedback for me. Help out the ratings. Help out the everything for this show and I will speak to you next week. Goodbye, my friends.